Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. I'm super excited today and it's a very, very <laughs> special episode because I, I, I want to introduce my guest. She literally changed my life. She's been a mentor of mine. Um, I'm just, I feel super blessed and honored to have crossed paths with her and for, for me to have the experiences that I had. Um, you know, when I was with her up in the Bay Area and Martinez, um, I want to introduce Miss Yvonne St. John Dutra. She is founder of Challenge Day, uh, Be the Change Movement. She is just like the most amazing person that I've ever met in my life. I honor you so much, Miss Yvonne. And I call her by Miss Yvonne. I, it's, <laughs> never, it's never left, right? But, I know. But anyways, I want to introduce you. Thank you so much for being here with me. This is such a special moment for me, Miss Yvonne. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. It's a joy to be here with you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So, you know, what we do here on this podcast is we dive deep. So that's nothing new for you because you're mm. the one that taught me this. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I kind of want my listeners and my audience to get to know you a little bit more. And I'd really love for you to kind of, you know, just give you a, give me a little nutshell of, um, you know, how you even ended up doing the work that you do. But I know that you know, it's very special. Um, it's a very special story of where it all originated from when you were 17 years old. And I'd love for you to kind of touch on that and we'll take it from there. But let's just let's just have a conversation, Miss Yvonne. Sounds great, sweetheart. Yeah, you know, when I look back over my life, where did this all start? Uh, you know, I just really believe it started long before I entered into this body. Mm -hmm. Because when I look at my life, oh my gosh, and my parents and and uh, what what I was born into, uh, it couldn't have been constructed better than um, it was in order to do what I'm doing on the planet and have done on the planet. So born, uh, I'm a white heterosexual um, woman, female, uh, born into a family with an older brother and two younger sisters and parents who adored all four of us. Um, my father was one of the sweetest men in the world, um, but he was away a lot because uh, he worked a lot. And my mother, who loved us so dearly and deeply, loved us also. Um, but if you really knew my mom, you would know that she came from many generations of uh, abuse violence and just really she told me later on in life that her mother never ever hugged her once in her life wow. and yeah I just feel for her so much um she did the best she could as a mother but honestly she didn't have any counseling she didn't get any support as a child growing up in the abuse that she faced and so um, she just passed it on unconsciously to us as kids. Yeah. And I believe there's a gift in everything. So the abuse that I experienced, even though at the time was just so painful, I see how it served me because what I did and the yelling and the screaming and the hair pulling and the hitting and the violence is um, I stood up to my mother to protect my older brother and my two younger sisters mm -hmm. and in that standing up you know I'd get abused more but it just every part of me just knew I was here on earth to take care of people to to protect them to stand up for them and uh, even though I was standing up and at the time I don't remember any fear 
I do remember David being hungry every single day. I mean, like starving hungry. And uh, what I did is because I ate so much. By the time I was in junior high school, I was a really big girl. The kids just called me fat. And, you know, working in schools for so many years, David, it just feels like, you know, every kid these days is teased or bullied at some time or another. But um, when, uh, the other thing I noticed, though, at every school we work in, there's usually a couple kids that aren't just teased, they're tortured. Yeah. And I happen to be one of those kids. And the, uh, the abuse that I got growing up actually prepared me for the work that I'm doing now and everything I've done and the standing up and uh, and then I actually developed an eating disorder at the end of um, my junior high, uh, when I went into the summer after my junior high years. And I didn't even know about eating disorders. All I knew is like all this pain and this abuse and the hurt that was inside of me, I, I just um, started throwing up. And it was just my way of releasing it because I, I had no clue what to do with the pain and the abuse and all that I was Uh, as I call it now, like blowing into my emotional balloon. Yeah. And so anyhow, I went into into high school with an addiction, uh, eating and throwing up, eating and throwing up every day. And, but when I stepped on the school campus after a summer of eating and throwing up and being desperate and suicidal, I then looked like the media thought I should look. No, no longer was I overweight. Nobody knew how unhealthy I was. No one knew I was stuck in addiction. Um, All I knew is I couldn't stop throwing up, but I stepped on the school campus with my body looking different. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to be my friend. Interesting. And, you know, David, that was more painful to me in so many ways than being teased for being fat. But the, the gift I got in that is... I learned that we are all being put down because I thought it was just the popular kids, the kids that had it all together that weren't teased. And now I'm all of a sudden like accepted and in a quote unquote popular group. And what I realized um, is we were all being put down. We were all being teased. And so my whole childhood like prepared me for this work that I do on the planet. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you, I, I think that because it's it's so powerful and I'd love my listeners to 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 really hear, you know, what you went through and your first breakthrough. Uh, I'd love to talk about your first breakthrough that kind of like it, 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 in, in essence, from what I remember, it kind of set you free, you know, and uh, I don't know if you'd like to talk about that. Oh, you know, one of the most you know, I was humiliated almost every day. Uh, felt like uh, in school, the popular kids, their popularity was based on how bad they can humiliate other people. And I was, uh, like I said, one of the few that was constantly publicly humiliated. And one of the most painful things that happened in school is uh, we had our first dance, school dance. And I had two best friends and we kind of hung out together, Tracy and Sandy. And and they begged me to go to the dance. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to this dance. There's no way I'm going to go to a dance. They're like, come on, everybody's going to the dance, Yvonne. Come on, please come. And I'm like, okay. And I actually had this beautiful moment because when I decided to go to the dance, my mom said, let's go shopping. I'll get you a new outfit. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so here's my mother who all I knew was yelling and screaming. We had this really beautiful moment where we went shopping. And, of course, I'm every day in front of the mirror and practicing my dance moves on a, a back then. It was a record player, which a lot of people have no clue what those even are anymore. But. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're 27. What are you uh, yeah, about? yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> in my heart, sweetheart, I will always That's be 27. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> For right. sure. You know, walking in that school gym, and it was back in the day where um, the boys were on one side and the girls were on the other side. And uh, at that first dance, we didn't break that rule. Uh, and then the first song was announced, and people, the boys started getting their courage and asking the girls to dance. And and then the next song, more and more people get up and dance, and me and Tracy and Sandy are kind of sitting over in the corner, and more and more people are dancing and then it dawned on me. I realized that I was not going to be dancing that night. And I remember looking around and like the bleachers were empty and everyone's up dancing. And then um, about halfway into the dance, it was about an hour, Tracy and Sandy also got asked to dance. And I felt naked. I felt totally embarrassed. I was sitting in the bleachers, just praying for the dance to end, just praying. Finally, they called out the last song. And one of the most popular boys in the school started walking towards me. And I remember my heart started to pound. And I I just couldn't believe I'm looking around and nobody else is sitting there. So I knew he was going to ask me to dance. And he did. He came up and he said, hey, would you like to dance? I said, I'd love to dance. And I jumped up and went out in the middle of the gym with him. We started a dance. And then everyone started to laugh. Mm. They dared him to dance with me. Oh, wow. I learned later that one of the boys took off his hat and passed it around and said, how much would you pay to f- pay him to dance with a fat girl? How much would you pay him? Wow. That boy made money off of a dance with me that night. And, you know, for me to experience that kind of pain, David, what talk about a breakthrough just with that, because I learned really, really young, especially after I lost the weight that we get treated very different, just based on what we look like on the outside. And oh, my God, if that isn't apparent right now and what was happening on the planet in this country in particular, so, you know, that was one of my earliest breakthroughs and, and getting that because when I lost the weight, then all of a sudden everyone's nice to me like, wait, my physical body makes a difference. And if you'll like me, if you'll love me, if you'll respect me. Yeah. So, so much yeah. of that was a fuel for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what? Like, and, and I actually, I, I love that you, that you're bringing that up right now because I really want to talk about the work, right? What? <laughs> what we do because you know for for the the listeners right now they might not know what challenge day is or the be the change movement but i i want to start off by telling by telling the audience and my listeners this is that when i say that miss yvonne and uh you know her husband rich and the whole challenge day family changed my life it was literally um transformational and for me you know i i kind of want to touch on it is that they they created a safe space. They loved me like I had never been loved before. And they created that space where I was able to be seen. I was able to to get into that that vulnerability and that, you know, that perceived darkness, uh, the 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 things that I was ashamed of or 
felt guilt from as far as the things and how I was showing up in the world and, you know, and, and everything. And so it, it's crazy because you love me, Miss Yvonne. Mm. And I'm talking about like just bringing me, you know, to, to stay with you guys um, taking me down to your offices and the sessioning work with Keikoa and you and everybody, the whole family. Mm. Like literally I had never been loved like that before. And it it, it, it 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 was like the most beautiful thing in the world to to be held in that way, to be loved in that way. And I, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. You know, it's like, what is the work? You know, like, what is it that changes people's lives? What is it that that, you know, that that you create the, the space to be able to like, you know, to be seen, you know, mm. and, and whatever you want to touch on when it comes to that, because it is all connected, like. I grew up the same way, you know, I, I got teased because I kept wearing the same clothes over and over mm-hmm. again because my parents immigrated to this country and I, I had no money. I was poor. So <laughs> I, I was, I'm wearing the same clothes. I didn't even know that that was a bad thing until the kids started teasing me and, and noticing the holes in my pants and why are you wearing the same pants all the time and laughing at me or whatever the case was. So it stem it starts from, from our upbringing, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I would love for you to touch on that as far as the work and, I feel I I really am honoring you when I say this. I, I really, truly feel you're an ascended master, Miss mm. Yvonne. Like, I feel that you've walked the walk and uh, you, you've truly done the work. And it, and there's still so much work to be done. Right. Like, <laughs> yep. It's, it's, right. Like, it's never ending. Right. Yes. But but yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love for you to talk, talk about that. Yeah. Um you know, and first, I just want to say about the work of challenging the Be the Change movement, at least the original pieces of the first 30 years, you know, um, people thank us. And I, what a joy to do this work and to love you and love everybody. But I just want to acknowledge um, the credit goes probably if you want to acknowledge us, just like the acknowledgement would be that we stepped out of our egos long enough to let great spirit use us and work through us. Um, that's the bottom line to be able to um, step aside enough and you know in this world uh, working so much in schools but also with families and corporations um, we keep looking at the biggest problems of being things like alcohol drugs violence and you know we can go on and on with the list of things that we see in front of us and we don't believe those things are the biggest problems those are all the symptoms of the biggest problems. We yeah. believe the biggest problems in our schools, in our families, in our communities, in our companies, in our corporations, everywhere is separation, isolation, and loneliness. Yes, yes. But yes, David, yes. it doesn't make sense. We're living on a planet with over seven and a half billion people. Right. If we're feeling right. lonely, it's not because there's a lack of people. It's because there's a lack of love and connection between us. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So all we do is we use tools again that uh, I believe have been channeled through us to help us. Um, look at the walls we put up, be able to slowly in safe containers, in safe places, start bringing them down and allowing ourselves to be human, to be vulnerable and simply get, just to get real. The core to the healing on this planet in every country, everywhere we are, I believe is vulnerability. 
we really have to shift the word from a vulnerability being a thing of weakness and really seeing that is our strength in vulnerability that is where our holiness lies that is our sacredness and that's where we as human beings no matter what we look like on the outside that's where we fall in love oh my god i I agree with you one million percent i i feel that that's the answer that's where the secret is right there is that you know who who says it that says uh the cave that you're afraid to enter is where the 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 treasure is you know where the gold is you know that you're seeking. that's right yeah I, I i totally butchered the the quote but basically yeah man i i feel that the 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 answers and the rewards and the the freedom you know that emotional freedom yes. the, all of that comes from being able to to feel and face yourself in essence right yes. like really what it is is just really diving into your heart and completely surrendering to the fear of rejection to the fear of of uh, uh you know failure or you know just being judged or whatever the case may be that's that's where the power is that's where the magic is yes that's where the medicine is right totally and and yet i, I really want us to have compassion for one another and patience with one another because the conditioning uh, in every country that I worked in uh, and in this beautiful country that I live in, we have been conditioned not to be vulnerable. And, oh, my God, you know this one, David, little boys from the time they're so little are told things like right. big boys don't cry and suck it up yeah. and don't be a punk. Yeah. And we all get it, though, and get yeah. told the lie that our tears um, are our weakness and it's so the opposite in our vulnerability in our tears is where our strength lies and something magical happens it's almost like you it's tangible if someone has the courage in a family in a group in a school in a, a company to just do what we call dropping the water line we say that because we're like icebergs we only show a little bit of who we are with the majority of who we are and certainly our vulnerability is under the waterline. So the minute someone does that and the minute they let one tear roll down their cheek, the whole group shifts. That's it. That's it. I've experienced it a, uh, a thousand times with you. It and, is magic. You know, just, oh my God, magic. So yeah, you know what? And, yeah. and there's science behind it, which some people need. I, I don't. But, you know, if you took your tears of sadness or grief or maybe some of the pain um, that we are experiencing uh, so many places around the planet, you put it under a microscope. It looks very different than you if you put tears from your joy, from your celebration, from your passion. So our bodies or great spirits, most um, wondrous mystery of has just prepared as human beings to be miracle workers and to connect with one another and simply getting vulnerable and being real and letting those tears, if there's tears, they're out. You know, what's so beautiful that what you're reminding me of right now is obviously, uh, you know, I've done a lot of work with Challenge Day and the National, you know, Camp Anytown, all these organizations yes. that I worked for in the past. Right. And the 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 magic that happened um, with just like you said, just one person um, going down to their hearts and and, you know, just sharing themselves with a group of people or the community or whatever the case is. 
it's it's just it's hard to explain but it it truly is like the essence of i feel why we even are here why we came to be seen to be loved to be celebrated like you guys say right like that's the magic like if we were to you know just continue on this journey of like creating that space and and having those connections with people every time someone will step into their courage and share their heart. I've, I've experienced it over and over again. What happens is, is they all, this is, this is the, the feedback. This is the response. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Oh my God. I didn't think that anybody felt like, like I did. That's how I yes. feel. That's all the response that you get. And then the ultimate connection and the unity that comes from that is surreal. It's surreal. Like, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's instant too. It's like instant. Um, The minute we get there, what happens is, you know, we fall in love because we get to see each other in, in their vulnerability and their sacredness, who they are, their holiness as a human being. Hey, how, how crazy Miss Yvonne, right? To be in this body for such a temporary moment, right? A blink of an eye of an emotion. (laughs) And here we are like, not showing our true selves, you know, for whatever the reason may be, <laughs> yeah. right? But how crazy is that, right? But I think that's part of the journey. Maybe that's part of the journey, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Part of our collective journey and our individual journey to, to you know, to kind of find ourselves within and, and within that, you know? But I just have to say, I, I, I'm so happy right now. Like, I'm vibrating <laughs> super high right now because, like, I, I you know, I'll tell you this, even with the, the prior podcast that I've shared or even anytime I get on, like, like a Facebook live or, you know, on social media, whatever the case is. And I just share my heart. Like the, the feedback's always the same, yes. right? It's like, Oh, David, I really needed to hear this. Oh, David, man, I didn't think anybody felt the way I felt. Oh, David, you know, like uh, are you uplifted or, you know, and, and it's crazy because it's, it's not me. It's just me sharing my heart and that's their heart. Yeah. So what does that mean that we're all connected? You know it, you know it, you know it. <laughs> And, and you, you know, the tool that, you know, came through us also, um, thanks to Great Spirit, was, you know, that simple um, lead-in sentence that we use in all of our workshops and every group. And that is, if I really knew you, what would I know, David? If I really knew you. And what's one thing I'd know if I really knew you right now, David, below that waterline in your vulnerability? Are you asking You bet. Me? You would know that I have a sense of joy and peace in knowing that everything that's happening in my life and collectively is happening for a reason. Mm. It's all divine. Mm. So even though sometimes like, you know, it feels like the storm, it feels ugly and, and dirty or sad and dark or whatever the case is. It's all part of the journey to get to know self more. You know what I'm saying? I do. So right now, if you really knew me, you would know that by chasing my dreams, and I shared this before, but by chasing my dreams and following my heart, um, it's it's been the ultimate looking in the mirror. And by having to look in the mirror and face myself and, and keep it real myself, I, I've learned that, you know, it's okay everything is going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's going to work out. And I have to go through that resistance. I have to go through that, you know, whatever, whether it's pain or, 
or whatever the case may be um, to be able to like learn and, and get to know myself that much more. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And, you know, I'd like to uh, switch it from have to who we get to. Um, you know, I have uh, the privilege and honor of being in a, a female body and carrying babies. And I liken it to childbirth. You know, it's messy. It's painful. Yeah. feel like I'm going to die. Um, it's loud. Um, and at the end, there's this miracle. And that's a lot of the work we do is just to be in that vulnerability. And sometimes there's tears, sometimes there's screams, sometimes there's laughter, sometimes there's joy. But whatever is in there, no matter how messy, no matter how crazy it may feel on the other side is a miracle birth of ourselves and the connection with one another in that birthing of ourselves. Mm, mm, I love that, man. I love that. You know, what, what's crazy is I, I want to, especially with everything that's happening right now, right? It's, I, I'd want to like ask you a, a very important question. And this is like, you have the, the microphone to the world, right? Uh, let's say you, you, you're holding the, micro, the microphone to, to speak to the world, Miss mm -hmm. Yvonne. What would you tell them? What would you tell them right now? Uh, first of all, um, it, it, it's beyond hopeful. It is already, this is destiny, us coming together on this planet. <laughs> this is not something yeah. you have to go to sleep at night and, and, and hope it happens or even pray that it happens. We are all here right now at this time <laughs> on purpose, on time. <laughs> and there's nothing any of us have done in our life that can screw this up or, or have yeah. us miss it. And so we're remembering, we're waking up and it's messy, it's messy and it's scary and a lot of new things that people have never seen or never expected, but we're on the right path. And so what's great yeah. is we can't screw it up. It's just yeah. keep our hearts open, you know, be vulnerable. And I think that's what happened with the virus. Oh my gosh, yeah. we, you know, we're so vulnerable and we had yeah. to surrender. And so what, you know, just trust that there's something bigger, have faith, stay vulnerable when we get scared, like look in each other's eyes and say, I'm scared. Or, you know, I believe in you or now I'm going to blow wind under your wings and tomorrow you're going to blow yeah. wind under my wings. But we've got this, David. We got this. That's yeah, that's it. I have, I have to say this. Rich uh, has mentioned it to me before, right? I can't wait to have him on the podcast as well. But he says that love wins. Love wins. <laughs> Always wins. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> That's it. And, and, and I, 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 I'm getting goosebumps right now, Miss Yvonne. I'm loving this. I, I just want to share this. This is the beauty of it all, yes. right? Is that, that that's where like liberation and freedom comes from. Is to be able to like completely come to that understanding and realization that you can't do it yes. wrong that everything is showing up for a reason and if we continue just like diving into our hearts going into our hearts the answers are there we'll be reminded you know what exactly. i'm saying and, and ultimately like hey if we can't do it wrong then we don't have anything that's to right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we're doing it together and it and and it's that's also right. so much fun I mean, <laughs> there's so much joy in it. Too. So, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I, I love it because I, I, I've, uh, I feel that it's this, you know, this three-dimensional, you know, um, experience right now, right? Being on this planet, like it, it truly is a playground. Yeah. 
And that's another thing is that I love what you would do or what you do in all your, your, you know, your workshops or your, you know, whatever program you're, 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 um, you're delivering is that we start off by putting on some music and dancing like that little kid inside of us. (laughs) And, And that, I love that because that would always remind me of, Hey, don't forget to play. Yes. Don't forget to remember that like this is a playground. Like let's play. Let's experience. Let's go for it all. You know what totally, I'm saying? Why totally. Not, right? Well, it helps us being parents too, because we've had our kids when they're little and now I have the grandchildren around, you know, even sheltered in place <laughs> with a three-year-old. Everybody needs that medicine. <laughs> right? I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, listen, I can't believe it. It's already been a good 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just kind of want to wrap this up. And and I, I really would love for you guys, for you to, you know, share about, um, you know, Challenge Day and Be the Change and, you know, uh, where they can find you. Like, I, I want people, if they resonate with what, you know, we've been talking about, for them to kind of, you know, look you guys up and connect with you guys, mm-hmm. you know, on whatever level. Yes, you know? definitely. Challengeday.org. Go online. And I tell you, um, I'm a visual person. And so I suggest you scroll down to the videos because this work can't yeah. be explained in words. Scroll down to the videos, the Oprah Winfrey show, Tom Brokaw, if you really knew me, TV shows, watch some of those. You'll get a sense of the work. Um, a lot of, we're doing work online right now. We are all the virus has done its magic and it's given us its medicine. We'll be back doing it in person, but challengeday.org. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Miss Yvonne, for taking the time to, to spend this time and this moment with me. I truly love you with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Like I just, uh, I know that we're going to be doing a lot of beautiful work in the near future and I'm excited about it the time is now and uh yeah you know let's do this with Yvonne I'm ready I'm we're ready to together I love go. you darling take care love to the family too <laughs> all right sounds good thank you so much I love you okay. too and, uh, we'll bye talk bye soon, okay thank you all right